to another edition of What's Next in Finance, in FinTech. Where is the world going? You know, lockdown has brought all sorts of businesses to the forefront. We're doing business differently. We've actually been forced to do business differently. We've had to look at the cloud. And if it wasn't for the cloud, if it wasn't for the telecommunications infrastructure, I don't know how honestly business would be done in 2020. If this had happened a decade ago or even five years ago, it would be a different story. So joining us today on What's Next is Jordan Berger, who's the financial director for Sage Africa and Middle East. Jordan, how are you? It's good to see you. How has the lockdown been treating you first? I imagine that you being the financial director of Sage, you've been working remotely. You've been working from your office, which I can see in the background, right? Hi, Aki. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I have to say that I'm a big fan of yours, Aki, and I've actually missed you over the last six months or so. Um, it's, it's, it's not because I've decided not to listen to you anymore, but I usually got my daily dose of Aki on the road in between the office and home. So that's why I've been hearing less and less of you. So it's good to hear your voice again. It's going well, thank you. Um, Business-wise, we're still strong. Um, we're doing extremely well. We're working from home 100%. Um, our customers are doing well. Our customers are getting all of the support they require from us. So yes, interesting times, I think challenging, but a challenge is always good. But now listen, you, you've been a finance person most of your life, right? I mean, finance people are born into finance and and you've seen a very interesting evolution uh, happening in finance, how you did things, say, 10 years ago or, you know, even before that uh, and even five years ago and even today. So can you just paint us the role, you being a CFO, you being the head of finance of this organization, how, how has your role changed over the years? Technology's influenced everything, including finance. So tell us about uh, a CFO in a traditional world like today. How has this changed compared to, say, 10 years ago? Okay, I think there's been a lot of change recently. I think COVID-19 especially has given us the fastest, biggest digital transformation in business um, we've ever seen. I mean, across the board, everything has changed. You would have seen it in ISPs doing double-up promotions on speed to assist yeah. people who are suddenly all working from home. Parents who have started to, to homeschool their children for the first time. We're conducting this interview online. Training is being done on webinars. There's no more classroom training. So the whole world in terms of business, I think, is evolving. Um, the role of the CFO, more specifically, I think, is, is evolving at a, at a rapid, rapid pace. It's becoming more and more important for us to have access to accurate in-time, reliable data in order to support the businesses as we mm, face mm. these ever-changing dynamics of today's business world. You know, you talk about the data, and, and, and it's incredible the amount of data that you've got at the touch of your fingertips. I mean, if you talk, thought about the processes and how they were done manually in the past, today you've got a lot more access to data. You've got to make more sense of the data. And I guess, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can correct me. I guess the CFO has an even bigger strategic role in shaping the company's finances, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So Sage has recently conducted research. Um, the title of this research paper that we issued is CFO 3.0, and that looks at the, the role the CFOs will play in organizations going into this data-driven future. Something like automation, which you've mentioned there, is just be playing a bigger and bigger role. 
Um, and we've seen from this reach, uh, research of ours that it actually supports businesses. It enhances businesses. It's not a threat to businesses. Yes. Um, 75% of CFOs see all of this automation taking place as something which will elevate them to the next level of supporting their businesses, not a threat to, to job security. Yeah. Um, what it does for us, Aki, as well, is it gives us more time to focus on strategic and creative thinking, uh -huh. to innovate in terms of efficiency, um, and to, to, to see where the businesses need to go, rather than number crunching all day. Yeah, I mean, that's that's so interesting you say that. And, and I, I want to touch on just very briefly on, on the cloud, because I think that uh, you, you spoke earlier about this acceleration. You know, every CEO I speak to, um, not necessarily finance, but, you know, we're in, we're in a technological world. Everything is driven by technology. And I think that the cloud kind of sits there and just drives a lot of things. But most businesses that you talk to before the lockdown, we're in the process of accelerating something. But I think they had to put their foot down on that accelerator and move really fast because, you know, whoever didn't move fast enough in this environment would have been left behind because it's really there's been a massive shift since March uh, globally we talk about the cloud I want to find out from you the the impact that the cloud has had and you know sometimes people think about what we're talking about in finance and the acceleration of the cloud but you you think of big big corporations right you don't think of the small guys the medium-sized businesses are they seeing this benefit? And tell us about this acceleration that has taken place and specifically about the cloud. Yeah, the cloud is very interesting, Aki, and I think it's a technology which all of us were afraid to think about originally. At the last five yeah. years, I would say there was this new idea and we were trying to figure out what it actually means. But it is becoming such an integral and vital role, um, the role it plays in our businesses. True cloud, just, just, just to go into the, the basics quickly, um, if you think about an application, a cloud application, you talk about a single source code, right? So we recently launched um, Intact, a medium-sized accounting product in South Africa, which is phenomenal. It's cloud native. In other words, there's this single source code. It gets maintained by the guys who issue updates on a quarterly basis where all of the customers get updated. You get so much benefit from that scale. If you think about things like cybersecurity, which is a very hot topic, right? Yeah, you can yeah. now with single source code, you can ensure that your entire customer base is a lot safer in terms of the data that they use, in terms of everything that they do on these systems. If something like a security vulnerability is picked up, it gets patched and gets pushed out to all of the customers. Whereas with old on-premise systems, you just didn't have the ability, you had to rely on your customers to actually go and run those updates. A, a good example to think about is Tesla vehicles as well, right? So the Tesla vehicles I've heard, I haven't driven one before, but they get updates overnight, giving you new features. So you've always got the latest software, um, you are in, t in time, you've got access from anywhere. It's just the direction everything is going into and the, the benefits are just amazing. One last point on cloud, which is phenomenal, I think is um, people always say, yes, but it's not customizable. You can mm -hmm. configure in cloud. So Intact, as an example, was built as a cloud native system. And what that's gonna do for medium-sized businesses is you can still do the configurations that you need to do. It's, it's built with that in mind. So I think it's revolutionary. Everything is going that way. It's not something to be afraid of anymore. Your data is safe and, and, and we have to now accelerate with this.
Yeah. Listen, I, I just sometimes wish that the updates that you talk about could be done for human beings, you know, so I can get an update as well with new features as well. But that's not going to happen anytime soon. But you talk about these, I mean, this is a fascinating world that we're living in. But what about the small guys? I mean, if there's a small business that was doing things in a traditional way, uh, or a medium-sized business for that matter, do, 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 does this impact them as well? Can they take advantage of this journey that you talk about? Yeah, absolutely. We've got products for small businesses as well, Akia. That's actually where we've been at the forefront, I think, in South Africa, in terms of our Sage Business Cloud offerings for, for payroll and for accounting. Um, so it's even more prevalent for smaller businesses, right? And, and you won't, as a customer, see that you are actually on a cloud-based platform necessarily, right? It may still look like your old premise system that you were on, but now you don't have the, the capital expenditure in terms of service that you have to buy. Your data is always, always up and running 99.9% .9 of the time. You don't get stuck in terms of, of, of updates that break your system. So yes, for small businesses, the, obvi the, the obvious advantages will, yeah. will be in terms of the capital outlays that they have to make, and cloud is definitely for them the way to go as well. So, Jordan, as the financial director for Sage Africa and Middle East, I mean, what do you spend your day doing mostly? Because, you know, I think of your role and I think of, you know, I automatically think of things like compliance. Uh, because when you when you talk about compliance and you, you mention the word compliance to a bank CEO, they go they go white, you know, they go blank. They, they, they you know, it brings a fear into everybody. Compliance is a horrible word, but, you know, we've got Popey, we've got uh, all sorts of issues in, around compliance that we have to deal with. The cloud brings other challenges as well. So are you spending most of your day as a financial director uh, managing people, compliance? Is it regulation that you work on? Or do you have time to do everything else? Is it, uh, it, it sounds to me like you've got quite a bit on your plate. Okay, I think the responsibilities are getting more and more for CFOs across the board, right? Um, we're definitely not number crunching. I think that's where we need to augment that side of the business with automation, with tools, with dashboards and all of that. So I think spending your time predominantly on analyzing numbers to drive strategy. If I think about my interaction daily with our CEO, he mm. comes to me for the questions on the numbers and I need to be able to tell that story with this data um, every day to drive where the strategy of the business is going. Compliance yeah. is a big, big issue. Um, security, data protection, like, like you've said. And that's where I think if you don't embrace the technology, you'll be left behind because it's just too much to focus one individual's effort on. You know, Jordan, um, the word AI, artificial intelligence is, uh, you know, everyone's talking about it. And I know that it's embedded in the Sage software and the ecosystem. And it's something that's just growing uh, just rapidly every day. I mean, if I had to say to you, where do you see the future going? I mean, you would never have predicted, I guess, five years ago that we'd be here in the world of accounting and, you know, finance, for example. But I'm sure that AI is going to drive a lot of that change. Can you talk to us about where the industry is going and the role that AI is going to play in the future and what role it's playing in today. Because I think people just take it for granted that you, you're playing with the software in the cloud, but there's a lot of smart artificial intelligence that's already happening there, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I think it scares me sometimes as well, where AI and where everything is going. Where we use it 
in terms of something like intact which i mentioned earlier yeah. is on the security side of things that's where we use ai to detect anomalies in data to make sure that we keep those environments safe to pick up glitches and things like that robotic process automation is another hot topic and that's that's more focused on the daily grind where, we, where mm. we're trying to uplift people to spend more time on analyzing the data rather than number crunching also where this world is going with ai and with rpa um, is in terms of integrations right the way you integrate your accounting software with the banks with other isvs like a point of sale or an inventory module all of that is augmented by the technology that we see today and once again if you don't embrace it you're going to be left behind i don't think it's something you need to be afraid of but um, it's there to assist us and that's why i think rather embrace it than, than be afraid what I guess is it's it's really freeing you up as a CFO to do focus on a lot more important things, and the manual stuff gets done by you know the technology in the background. I guess uh, you, my, my final question to you, Don. I mean, it's no secret our economy is in a big mess at the moment. Companies are under immense amount of pressure. Businesses are taking a huge amount of strain. I don't think we've quite uh, felt the effects that uh, the lockdown has had yet. On you know when you look at retrenchments, you look at uh, turnovers of businesses going down and other challenges that everyone is facing. What advice can you give to CFOs that are watching this right now and that are managing businesses that are, you know, some might be in crisis, some might be doing pretty well, but is there some advice that you can share on, you know, what you do as a CFO to weather the storm that everyone is going through? Okay, I think on a practical level, we sometimes need to go back to basics, right? The biggest thing I think for companies who have been struggling, who have been limited by things like the lockdown, um, you need to ensure that liquidity problems don't become solvency problems, right? So we need to address all of our outflows, maximize our inflows, go back to basics in terms of cost savings and efficiencies and see where you can actually um, buy yourself some time to make sure that your business lasts longer. On, on, on a bigger level, I think adversity always gives us opportunity and we need to go and look and find those opportunities to transform our businesses to businesses of the future. There, there are new business opportunities which weren't available pre-COVID, which have now suddenly popped up and it's up to us to go and identify them and exploit that. And I think the people who, who, who managed to do that will be very successful going forward. Uh, Jordan, I love your optimism. Uh, just a, a quick passing one. Um, have you had a, a, an aha moment, a, a moment throughout this lockdown that's kind of become a, a revelation to you? Um, you know, I guess for many, it's working in the current environment that you're working in, but, you know, the changes in business, the changes to the cloud, the acceleration, et cetera. Has, has Jordan Berger, the financial director of Sage African Middle East, had that aha moment or a aha moment throughout this lockdown? doesn't have to be business, it could be personal, it could be whatever. What's been your aha moment? Okay, I think for me, the, the biggest thing that, that stood out from this lockdown is, is the time with my family, right? I've never spent so much time in, in, in the proximity where if I leave this office, I'm there, I'm, I'm home already. So that's, that's brought on a lot of benefits as well, but I've seen some challenges as well. Homeschooling is definitely not for me, nor for my wife, right? It's good for the kids to go back to school, but I'm really enjoying the family time. I'm not missing the traffic, um, but I miss my friends as well. So I hope that soon we'll be able to engage on, on a more familiar level with our friends and, and colleagues as well.
Oh, that's so interesting. Hey, so homeschooling, not for you. Hey, I'm hearing the same story from so many parents. You're Don Berger, the financial director for Sage Africa, Middle East and the Middle East. Uh, we thank you for your time. We wish you well over the rest of the lockdown period. It sounds to me like we're definitely not going back to the normal that we had before. Things have changed and they are going to be like this for a while still. You're Don, you go well, be healthy and be safe. And we look forward to chatting very soon. Thank you, Aki. It was a real pleasure.